Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful. And I will always outweigh If you feel it, put your hands in the air Show some love to the new while you're there Let's take it one day at a time Cause you and I outweigh Happy Saturday, Outweigh. I'm Leanne Ellington, and I'm the author and creator of Stressless Eating. And I'm here for a solo episode this week. But before we dive in, Amy and I did a series called Two Things Can Be True at the Same Time, designed to normalize the in-betweens and heal from extremism. So if you missed those, definitely go back and check those out. All eight episodes are out now. And we're going to keep on trucking along with this week's episode of Outweigh, which is all about one of the biggest myths that comes up with my clients. So just for context, the number one thing that I've noticed women do to try to take control, and I'm really putting that in air quotes, but take control of their health is to try to take control of the food that they are eating. And heck, there's a multi-billion dollar industry geared towards helping you do just that. And that's really what the diet industry is. But when it comes to any woman that struggles with any type of disordered eating or an actual eating disorder, this adds even more madness to the equation because the more you try to air quotes control what you eat, ironically, the more out of control you feel. And the truth is, is that everyone knows how to control food or control what you put in your body. And everyone knows how to do the whole eat less, move more dance. And, you know, there's countless options out there teaching you how to count and measure and weigh and restrict and micromanage or control what or how much you eat. But let's be honest, is that really the approach that you want to take? And is that going to help or harm you and your efforts with your relationship with food? And does that even solve the right problem? 
And if you get truly honest with yourself is trying to, you know, control yourself, if that was going to work, wouldn't it have worked by now? Now, this might seem like a super obvious thought process, but again, I have worked with hundreds of women over the years, and the number one thing I hear is, Leanne, I wish I had more control over food. And if you're anything like I was or like my clients are, trying to control food or track food or simply think about food actually makes disordered eating worse, and it ingrains more of the diet mentality that you think you're trying to get away from. And I totally totally get it because I learned the same eat less, move more equation that I'm assuming, you know, you probably learned too. And even though, yeah, it it can be effective in feeding that short-term gratification trap of making you feel like you're in control, unless you address your relationship with food, nothing will change in the long run. So for example, if within your relationship with food, you feel like you're a slave to controlling yourself or a slave to exercise to make you feel some sense of control or to keep you from feeling like you're going off the deep end, or if you're always bouncing from one extreme to the other. So for me, it looked like, you know, dieting and restricting or playing food police until I couldn't really take it anymore. And then my inner rebel would kick in and I would move to the polar opposite, you know, carefree abandonment, eating whatever I could get my hands on. And then of course, feeling guilty or trying to out exercise what I ate. So if you live anywhere on that spectrum, and we all have our own version of it, that means you're most likely living on that up and down all or nothing control roller coaster, which means you're probably the opposite of free. And if I can be bold and take a guess, I'm guessing that you're probably the opposite of happy because let's be honest, that's no way to live. And as you're going to hear me talk about a lot, unless you, or I should say until you address the self-image and body image that's causing you to think and act and feel and behave the way that you are and to eat the way that you're eating or to eat your feelings or, you know, to feel all that shame and blame and guilt and comparisonitis and perfectionism or, you know, whatever your version of that is. And again, we all have our own. There's no shame. And I'm really not trying to be doom and gloom or negative, but you will bring all of your old habits and old thinking and old behaviors with you if you don't address it. And that's why today's episode is so important. But also, you know, there are so many mixed messages out there about this idea of trying to, you know, control what you eat and the fact that you should try to get good at controlling yourself and having more willpower. But in reality, not only does this mentality keep you stuck in the cycle, and oftentimes it makes it worse, but think Thinking that controlling what you eat or even that weight loss is going to solve a deeper, bigger struggle or that it is the answer, it's actually going to keep you from finding what actually works for you to heal in all the ways that you need healing. And again, this is not a short-term conversation because everything works in the short run and there's a million ways to feel in control in the short run. But then it's like what happens after a few days or a few weeks? And, you know, we really need to shift the paradigm to start talking about what will work for you in the long run, as in forever and heal the cycle, close the loop, put the fire out and prevent the fires from popping back up in the future. So 
What I'm proposing is that we dive into the thinking and the mindset and the brain set behind all of this, as in, you know, the wiring in your brain that is doing the doing without your permission. And in order to do that, I want to start by addressing one of the biggest myths that you need to be aware of if you ever want to heal your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, your relationship with yourself, and put all of this stressing about food and your body to bed for good. So let's Let's dive in. So I believe that one of the biggest myths out there in the women's health world is just that. It's this idea that you should go get good at controlling food. And like I said, I can't even tell you how many women I speak with that wish they could simply, you know, have more willpower or discipline or perseverance to stick with whatever plan they put themselves on. Or, you know, maybe their dietitian or nutritionist put them on it. And yes, you know, sometimes it's even an eating disorder specialist that put you on something that essentially caused you to think about food even more. And again, there's there's so many different things out there and I'm not trying to make anything wrong, but we also want to be aware of that even when we think we're getting the help that we need, if it's not serving us, we want to know what that looks like too, right? Because the reality is, let's face it, all you want to do is not think about it and not have it rule your brain. There are so many amazing dietitians and nutritionists and eating disorder specialists out there, but a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, Leanne, I went to somebody that specialized in eating disorders and disordered eating, and it it made the problem worse. So you also want to be aware of when it's it's creating more of this food-focused conversation, right? And I can't even tell you how many women come to me and tell me that, like, if they could just figure out how to make, you know, willpower and discipline and control show up for them, then all would be well and the problem would be solved. And they, they kind of feel bad that they're not able to muster up those skills. And I used to think this same thing about my own struggles and my own up and down weight loss, weight gain, yo-yo cycle, and my own inability to stick with whatever the, you know, diet of the month or plan of the month I promised myself I would follow through on. And I came to learn that it was only because I was focusing on the wrong thing. In fact, I was actually making things worse because willpower and motivation and the ability to, you know, grit my way through yet another unsustainable plan or program or structure were not my problems. The real problem was this idea in my head that I actually wanted to go get good at control in the first place or to be a better dieter or whatever words I was using. That was the problem. It was that hyper control mentality that was keeping me stuck. And the fact that I was trying to become more skillful in a way of thinking that was setting me up to lose and setting me up to fail, well, that was just the icing on the cake. Because when trying to control myself or grip my way through cravings or use willpower, when that kind of thinking was the epicenter of my strategy, this was basically my life. So first off, I was playing a game that I would never love and I would never win, yet I was investing crazy amounts of time and energy and money and you know heart and soul really, trying and wishing and praying that somehow this time would be different. I was playing a game that I would never love and never win and trying to force myself, persuade myself, convince myself to keep playing, even though I knew in my heart that it would never work and that there had to be a better way, even if I didn't know what the heck that looked like, right? 
I was playing a game that I would never love and never win and then beating myself up or shaming myself, blaming myself, feeling guilty all the time because I honestly thought there was something wrong with me, that I was the problem. Till all of a sudden, you know, I got to that point where I I hate to admit it, but I kind of almost lost hope or faith or trust that anything would work for me because by that point, I genuinely thought there was something wrong with me. I genuinely thought I I was messed up or a food addict or whatever other cruel and untrue things I was saying to myself. Thankfully, though, a moment literally down on my knees on a paddleboard with tears streaming down my face, and I now endearingly call it my first quarter life crisis, which is a whole other story all in itself, but it forced me to stop putting band-aids on the problem, get the help that I needed, and finally solve the problem that had been following me around my entire life. And it was only through those series of events that I was able to realize the following. So trying to use willpower and control was simply a band-aid or a way of me papering over the fact that I had a really complicated and stressful and emotional relationship with food and a complicated, stressful and emotional relationship with myself. Ironically, though, you know, when you're trying to control yourself all the time, you know what that brings more of? Well, yeah, you probably guessed complication, stress, and emotion. So I was taking the complication, the stress, and the emotion and just adding to it, but trying to control myself, thinking that it was going to help, but it was making it worse, and it was just one big catch-22. And this is where I want to talk about something that I talk about all the time, and I call it the weight of the weight. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And this is where I want to talk about something that I talk about all the time, and I call it the weight of the weight. Because the weight on your body isn't the real weight. The the real weight is all this other stuff that you've been carrying around with you. And, And we're going to talk about what that is in just a second. But for right now, just know this. Like once you make the shift, once you ditch that weight, what I call the weight of the weight, 
that's when you'll finally be able to be done with all the food and body and diet stuff once and for all. And, you know, no more dieting and worrying and stressing or obsessing or second guessing or whatever, right? And you can just finally stop all of that controlled diet madness, okay? And you'll be able to get off the up and down all or nothing roller coaster and you'll know how to give yourself what you really need to transform your health for good, not just get those short-term can't keep them because I can't sustain this kind of results, right? And when I talk about the weight of the weight, there's a few different weight of the weights that you'll hear me talk about throughout these episodes on that way. But the weight of the weight that I want to talk about today is the first weight that needs to be ditched. And it's the weight of the fight, okay? The fight against food, the fight against your body, the fight against yourself. And I want to give you permission to ditch the weight of the fight, which is really this quest to control. As in, Ditch the weight of the restriction and the deprivation and the punishment and the persuasion and the stress that typically comes alongside food in your body. And it does not have to. Because here's the thing. Food is not the problem. Food is not some enemy, right? The hyper trying to control yourself mentality is the problem here. It's your thoughts about food that are the problem, right? The all or nothing, black, white, up, down, on, off roller coaster is the problem because you can't ever get off. Or if you do, you become terrified that you're going to go, you know, for me, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go gain a bunch of weight. I'm going to go off the deep end. I'm going to feel so out of control. So either way, you end up feeling like you're a slave to it. And you become like kind of like a hostage to it. It controls your life more than you do, right? And so here's the truth. This is the real weight. This is what perpetuates your struggle with food and your body and actually makes it worse. Because first of all, it's stressful, but I would even go as far as say it's fattening. And here's what I mean. So I want to share with you what I call the tale of two cookies. And I've shared this before, but it definitely bears repeating. So picture this. If I eat a cookie and I allow myself to really experience it, you know, the positive emotions of the cookie, like joy, pleasure, indulgence, just permission to eat it, no drama, right? This is going to put me in the relaxed branch of my nervous system. It's it's called the parasympathetic branch. And so as a result, I'm going to have all of those feel-good, happy hormones floating through me, things like dopamine serotonin and oxytocin. And most women don't know this, but you've got to be in that parasympathetic branch if you want to digest your food optimally and extract nutrients and really just get your metabolism firing optimally, as in your metabolism and nervous system can't do its job if it's not in that parasympathetic branch. But on top of that, now that cookie has become one more repetition of me practicing relaxation and ease around food. And you're going to learn the nervous system, it just it literally just gets good at whatever you teach it, whatever it practices. And then this is going to create positive neuro associations alongside that cookie. But on the flip side, if I eat a cookie, same cookie, but this time I'm feeling guilty because I think it's bad or because I'm doing something air quotes wrong or simply eliciting any other negative emotions, this puts me in the stressed branch of my nervous system, the sympathetic branch. And so now this experience of the cookie, the same cookie, but with different thoughts means that I have these stress hormones floating through me, things like cortisol, adrenaline, epinephrine. And again, you know, when you're in this branch of your nervous system, it's not able to optimally do its job. So 
optimal digestion, optimal extraction of nutrients, and really like firing up metabolic pathways, your brain thinks it's running from a saber-toothed tiger. So it's not able to optimally do all of that, right? But on top of that, now this cookie with those thoughts, it's me practicing like another repetition, right, of stress and unease and dis-ease, right, disorder around food. And again, the nervous system gets good at whatever it practices. So now we're laying down these negative neuro associations alongside food, okay? But this isn't just the case when it comes to food, okay? Who you're being and how you're feeling before, during, and after any action is what makes the biggest difference. So it's not about what you're doing. That's the most important thing. It's about who you're being and how you're feeling. And that's why, yes, I'm saying it's better to eat a cookie with permission than a kale salad under duress or distress because how you feel matters, okay? When you are stressed or feeling guilty or overwhelmed or you just feel like crap, you are in, you're creating and eliciting that threat or stress response, okay? But the cool thing is your body also has this relaxation response that cascades when you feel good or at peace during any experience. So again, it's not the cookie, it's who you're being and how you're feeling before, during, and after. And the same is true for your body. So let's just run through that. So for example, and I want you to just kind of picture this in in your own body. If I'm feeling pain-free, right, and I'm thinking happy thoughts and my nervous system is happy and healthy, bam, it's going to trigger that relaxation response. But if I'm in pain, so physical pain, maybe it's emotional pain because I'm thinking self-critical thoughts about my body, that's going to make my nervous system, I call it nervous, like a nervous nervous system, and bam, I'm triggering that fight or flight response. And yes, that's simply based on the thoughts that I'm thinking about my body. So again, it's not your body. It's who you're being and how you're feeling about your body and the thoughts that you're thinking. And and I could go on and on and on. I used, you know, cookie and, and your body as an example, but I think you're starting to get a pattern here. Okay. But there's another really big reason that trying to restrict or control and like, again, the control mentality in general why it's the problem. Because if I told you not to think about the color blue, okay, just roll with me for a second. Like do not think about the color blue, okay? Don't think about blue paint or a blue sky. Just don't think about the color blue, period. We as humans, especially women, if we are told that we can't or have or do or, you know, can't consume something, it's all we think about. We want it even more, right? If you tell me I can't have it, I think about it, right? And so every woman that I've ever met that struggles with overeating or emotional eating or disordered eating or an eating disorder you're so sick of thinking about food, right? And that's why telling yourself not to have something, not to do something, it's going to make you think about it even more. And again, you're sick of thinking about food, right? That You, you just want to think about it less. But when you're in that all or nothing, black, white, on-off roller coaster, and you're trying to play the control, control, control game, which we already learned, it just doesn't work and it's never going to work, you're stuck in that paradigm, okay? So again, in, in other words, let me just try to say this a different way, and I'm 
one of those people that likes to hear things multiple different ways, but I'll just kind of spell it out. Food is not the problem. Okay, I know we listen to podcasts and we read books and we think like, oh my gosh, I have a food problem, but it's really not the food. It's your thoughts about food that are the problem, okay? And your weight and your body are not this air quotes problem. It's your thoughts about your body that are causing and perpetuating the problem. And I hate to say it like this, but like you are not the problem, but you are also the problem in the way that like it's your thoughts about yourself that are the problem. So your thoughts are the solution. Therefore, you are the solution. It's one of those things that I had to own where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm the problem. What's that Taylor Swift song? She's like, hey, I'm the problem. It's me. Right. I'm the problem. But by golly, I am the solution, which is so empowering because I know for me, I was thinking the solution lived, you know, air quotes out there. And now I know, no, it lives in here. It's in my mind. It's in my brain. But I had to acknowledge not with shame, like with love and compassion that like I am creating the problem in my head with the way that I'm thinking and more of the control side of it is just perpetuating that thinking more of the problem, right? So if food, you know, stresses you out or bums you out or weighs you down, food is not the problem. It's it's your relationship with food and who you're being and how you're feeling around the food. That's the problem, right? And I can promise you this, right? Food is not going away, okay? Temptation it's not going away either. And, you know, family gatherings and holidays and nights out on the town and, you know, tired nights at home on the couch, you know, the times when statistically most people tend to mindlessly eat or stress eat or emotionally eat, they aren't going away either. Okay. In fact, we can count on the fact that food will always be a part of our lives. So the way I see it, you can keep kind of ignoring that and just hope that willpower and discipline magically appear to count all the restrictions and control. Or you can, A, prepare yourself to better handle those situations when they do come, and B, little by little, prevent them from happening as much in the future because this is the real weight in your mind, body, and brain. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
So here's how it played out for me. You know, first off, I had to get really real with myself and what the problem really was because until I identified the real problem, I would never be able to find a real solution. So first, I realized that I needed to stop the dieting and the hyper control, which again left me feeling so out of control and realized like that that was making it worse. And on top of it, it it didn't even work, right? And I realized that I was never actually addressing the psychology of food and my relationship with food that all I ever knew, because it's all I ever learned, was how to control food or this, you know, the control mentality. And that if I ever truly wanted to be free, I needed to be unbrainwashed of the mindset of thinking about food so much through, you know, control or restriction or deprivation or punishment or whatever I learned and really learn a whole new way of thinking around food. And I know to a lot of women I talk to, they're like, Leanne, I don't even understand understand what that looks like because this is all I've ever known. So if that's you, like I totally hear you. But also I realized that food was just one of the ways that I was disconnected from myself and disconnected from my body. And that if I ever truly wanted to find peace of mind and happiness and freedom, I needed to end that war that I entered into a long time ago where I was fighting myself and shaming myself and blaming myself and really just trying to control myself and I needed to find a way to move towards peace and love and freedom, like wave the white flag, like end the war with my body. And so moral of the story, you know, this myth that controlling yourself is the solution, right, or that it's something that you even want to get good at, that is the myth and the lie and the brainwashing that I believe keeps women stuck and it keeps them in a prison. And it's a prison of control and judgment and micromanaging every ounce of food that touches your lips. And it's a prison of restriction and deprivation that inevitably just leads to guilt or shame. And it's a prison that we actually become afraid to leave. I mean, you know, I know for me, it's it's all I had ever known. And if it's all you've ever known, like it's very understandable that you're kind of terrified to leave it. And, you know, again, if you're anything like me, it was a conversation that went something like, well, what will happen if I stop trying to control or if I stop restricting? Like, again, I'll go off the deep end or gain a bunch of weight or, you know, insert dramatic story and we all have our own. And the ironic part is that, yes, it's a prison, but it's a prison that in some way actually feels safe and it feels comforting because it's what we know right? And the brain loves what it knows, even if it's not really that great, even if it's absolutely causing suffering. And until we realize that it's not actually keeping us safe and that it's not actually comforting us, until we realize that, we stay stuck in it. But the cool thing is, if we choose it, we can break down those walls and escape any time we choose and start moving in the direction of freedom and happiness and peace of mind and love, like true, genuine self-acceptance and self-love. Not that just like fake positivity that I know the world threw at me for a lot a lot of years, for, for real, like really feeling it in your bones, okay? So what does that look like for you? And, you know, to be honest, it's different for every woman. And, you know, but here's what I can tell you it isn't, all right? And I'm going to let you in on a little distinction that I teach my clients. And it's kind of like a filter or a process so that we can create their own unique recipes for freedom and peace of mind and self-love because I really believe we all need our own recipe. But here, it's super simple. So the first question is this, and you can use this like in the moment, but you can also use it big picture. Like, are you walking towards freedom? So, you know, food freedom, body freedom, or are you walking away from it? 
right? And just look look at your life. Look at your kind of strategy. Are you walking towards freedom or walking away from it? And are you walking towards happiness or, you know, day to day? Like, are you feeling happy or is the strategy that you're using making you happy? Or are you walking away from happiness, right? And are you walking towards peace of mind or are you walking away from peace of mind? Like, are you living in stress or worry or anxiety or feeling like you're constantly burnt out or just hemorrhaging energy following the plan, the program, the structure, the system of thinking that you are following? Because here's the reality, and I mean this with so much love, but if whatever it is that you're committed to makes you feel restricted or confined or deprived, or if you have to force yourself to do it or stick with it, you are actively outvoting your freedom. And if whatever it is that you're committed to is making you feel unhappy or it's robbing you of your joy or outright doesn't make you feel very good, you are actively outvoting your happiness. And if whatever you are committing to, it just blatantly, you know, stresses you out or overwhelms you or bogs you down or weighs you down, right? Or maybe it's just that your heart and soul knows that you're not going to be able to stick with it. You are actively outvoting peace of mind. And if whatever you're doing is causing you to constantly feel shame or blame or guilt or comparisonitis or perfectionism, you are actively outvoting self-love and self-acceptance. So I really just invite you to think about your connection and commitment to trying to, air quotes, control yourself and also thinking that you might actually want to get better at it. And I want you to think about this idea that you need to simply gather more willpower or discipline or that it's just a matter of finding the perfect plan, right? Just think about all those ways that you're still kind of in the control mentality and it might be disguised as air quotes healthy, right? And instead, I just want you to ask ask yourself, like, is this really what I want and is this really what I need? Like, is this solving the right problem or is it just perpetuating the old problem? And there is no shame and no judgment, just love. But again, if control and practicing willpower hasn't worked up until now, what's going to magically cause it to start working for you now? Right. And if you've been, you know, practicing the control mentality for what seems like forever, you know, if it was ever truly going to work, don't you think it would have worked by now? And I wish that somebody would have warned me that the thing I was thinking would save me and would be my solution was actually making things worse, okay? This conversation, it really could have saved me years of struggling and suffering and pain, and I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't at least share it with you right here, right now. So I'm going to turn it over to you, and I genuinely just invite you to explore kind of the conversation, the lines of thinking, the lines of questioning that I shared on today's episode, and really, like, what do you have to lose, right? Because if you're here right now and you're stuck in some sort of pain or suffering or, or a prison, of a food and body prison, what do you have to lose, really? Okay, so that is all for this week's episode of Outweigh. And if you want to hear more about the process that I teach my clients when it comes to rewiring your own brain and self-image, when it comes to food and your body, then head on over to StresslessEating.com and sign up to watch the Stressless Eating webinar where I walk you through the exact five-step game plan that my own clients use to heal themselves from that all-or-nothing diet mentality for good, but without restricting themselves 
themselves, punishing their bodies, and definitely without ever having to use words like macros, low carb, or calorie burn. And so I've laid it all out for you over there in five easy steps. So head on over to stresslesseating.com and check it out. And I'm Leanne Ellington signing out for this episode of Outweigh, and we will be back next week. Bye. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.